Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Picture this. You have been working all night, yet achieved nothing. You're tired. Oh, so very tired. There is nothing left to do. You've tried everything, yet still you have not achieved what you needed to do. Frustration, failure and fear takes hold. Then Jesus walks in and everything changes. Luke chapter 5 verses 4 to 11 When Jesus had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signalled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. In verse 4 Jesus says, Launch out into the deep. And let down your nets for a catch. This is a specific instruction with a clear purpose. This is to specifically get a catch of fish. So let us look at this from the perspective of the natural eyes. Peter was an expert fisherman, and he'd been toiling all night with no result. Yet Jesus changes everything. Jesus is living in the reality of being the Son of God, surrendered to the Father's will in heaven. With his physical presence on earth, Jesus brings the spiritual realm down from heaven onto earth and smashes through the natural realm. Jesus' presence is there in amongst the real-life situation. He brings a change of perspective and a very different outcome. For he is God who became human, the Son of God who became the Son of Man, still fully divine, yet wrapped up in human form. Jesus as a man was born of the Holy Spirit. In the natural realm he had no experience of fishing. Yet in the beginning, by him and through him, all the fish of the sea were created. 
Through his word, light burst forth through the darkness. The waters separated and the air and the sea were formed. At his command, the dry land appeared and seed-bearing trees and plants were formed. With just one word, the stars, moon and sun burst forth to rule the skies. The birds of the air and the fish of the sea and all the land animals were created through his word. For he was, and is, and always will be the eternal word. Peter had not yet fully realised who Jesus is. However, Peter did recognise Jesus as a person of authority and leadership. As a result, Peter responded to Jesus using a word that means one who is in position of authority and leadership. So the expert fisherman, in recognition of the one who is greater, said to Jesus, Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Everything Jesus said did not make sense in the natural realm. The expert fishermen knew there was no fish to be caught, for they had been fishing all night. Totally exhausted from the unfruitful labour, Peter and those with him had packed up everything and were ready to go home. Yet Jesus brings down the spiritual into the physical realm. Peter, with his natural eyes, recognised the power and authority in which Jesus speaks. However, he is yet to know the voice that spoke to him was indeed the voice of God. The word of God that had become flesh and dwelt amongst them. He is the one who said, Let down your nets. Go out into the deep. In this world there are so many voices. There is the voice of this world and humanity's kingdoms opposing the way of God. Then there is the voice of Satan, deceiving and accusing, also opposing the ways of God. There's the voice of self or the flesh corrupting and opposing the ways of God. And the only voice that brings divine light and eternal life is the voice of the living God. So how do we recognise God's voice in amongst all the different voices? Number one, the voice of the world lures and entices with power and position for self as the ultimate goal. It aims for us to live an independent life from God and reject his right to rule and reign. Number two, Satan, or the accuser, does just that. He accuses through lies and deception. Such accusations as, Does God really love you? You're not good enough to receive God's love. Did God really say that? These are the voices from Satan. And number three, the voice of self is very easy to discern, as there are three specific temptations of humanity that feed into our selfish desires. They are the lust of the eye, the voice that says, it looks good, therefore it must be good. Look again, take another look, and another. The lust of the flesh, 
that is the voice that says it feels good, therefore it must be good, or it will feel good. Just do it. And then there's the voice of the pride of life, which has two sides, either saying I am inferior, unworthy, lesser than others, or the other side of the pride of life is I'm superior, worthy, greater than others. These are the voices of our selfish desires, or our flesh. And number four, the voice of God reveals the truth of who he is. In Jesus we see the visible image of God, and the Holy Spirit, his spirit of truth, reveals Jesus, and Jesus reveals the Father. So if the voice reveals Jesus or brings glory to God, then it's most likely God. Another important thing to remember is God is never, ever going to contradict himself. For example, if we hear a voice that says it is okay to hate someone because they have done you wrong, then that is clearly not the voice of God. For God is love, and he loves everyone unconditionally. He hates the offence, yet loves both the offender and the one who is offended. Because God so loves, he came to pay the cost for all the offences of humanity. Jesus came to set the captives free, heal the brokenhearted, set at liberty those who are oppressed, and proclaim the good news. We now live in the time of God's acceptable grace and favour. So how do we position ourselves to hear God's voice? Later on in their journey together with Jesus on earth, Jesus said he was the good shepherd. In John chapter 10 verse 4, Jesus states, And when he brings out his sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. In the natural realm, the closer you get to someone, the more clearly you hear their voice and the more you understand and know them. Same in the spiritual realm. The more we know and experience the living God, the more we can hear his whispers and be guided by his spirit in all things. That inner voice within that is his, that whispers, I love you. We can say no to all the other voices and yes to God's voice. Even though at the time of this encounter with Jesus, Peter did not fully know who Jesus was, Peter did recognise and acknowledge Jesus' authority and responded accordingly. The result was a supernatural catch, revealing a deeper revelation of who Jesus is. Luke chapter 5, verse 6. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. And verse 8. When Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. This time, in response to Jesus, Peter uses a word for Jesus which means the supreme authority and the title that is given to God, the Messiah. 
Jesus revealed himself in the most relevant and practical way to Peter. Right at Peter's point of need and everyday life, Jesus walked in. Peter's recognition to the revelation of who Jesus is, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Jesus immediately speaks life into Peter's fear. That fear that is from the depths of the human soul. For Jesus can see into the darkness of the heart, and in love shines his glorious light, and Jesus pushes back the darkness. Having confidence in self can only bring failure, disappointment and fear. As ultimately, deep down, in the subconscious, the selfish desires of humanity know that it can never be trusted and is never satisfied. So Jesus declares, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. The response of Peter, James and John was remarkable. They left everything, including the biggest catch of their lives, and followed Jesus. No matter what we are called out from, every disciple of Jesus is called to the same thing. To go out into the deep of this world, bringing his presence into every situation. Living a life of amazement in being part of God's wonders. Being surrendered to the Father's will. Being transformed by him is revealing Jesus, the divine light, to a lost and dark world. Today, Jesus is calling us to put out into the deep, away from the safety of the shore, to come to a greater place of intimacy, totally reliant on him, being led by his Holy Spirit in all that we do. Out in the deep is also where most of the fish are, in the darkest, deepest places of the ocean. There are fish of all different shapes and sizes, some that have never seen the light from above. Out in the deep of the world is where people are living in darkness, so far away from the living God. They have never known or experienced true love, unconditional, unending love that is only of God. They've never lived in the reality of that unconditional love of God. Many have never heard of Jesus or even encountered him. As disciples of Jesus, his light is shining in us, and we go into the darkest and deepest places to reach the lost, the broken, the hurting. It just takes one little light to overcome a great darkness. But the more light there is, the more darkness is pushed back. The more we work together, being transformed by him, the more people will see his light. Look at what happens in verse 7. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both the boats, so that they began to sink. They signaled to their partners to come and help. Together they brought in a large catch larger than what one person could carry. 
Now is the time for the body of Christ throughout the world to work together for the catch of men. Together reaching the lost in unity of his spirit, in the power and authority of his name, to the glory of God the Father. Jesus said, I will make you catches of men. Follow me. Once we follow Jesus, we become like fishermen, going out into the world, doing life with him, carrying his presence into every situation. It is by our testimony of who Jesus is and what he has done in our life that we cast out a spiritual net. The spiritual condition of the deep is the same for each one. The disciples are being called to follow Jesus. They did just that. They did life together, learning and listening to him, being in surrendered to the Father's will, led by his Spirit, carrying his presence into every situation. To each one, the physical location of the deep will be different. To some, it will be their own village, workplace, family, and to others, another state, culture, or even country. As followers of Jesus, we are together the fishermen. Our job is to be totally dependent on God in all parts of our life. That is surrender of self-will to that of the Father's will in each and every day. To be led by him when to share about Jesus and to whom. For the transformation that we let him do within us is the greatest testimony of all. It is important to discern the times and the seasons. When to speak. When to listen. When to sow. And when to reap. When to go. And when to stay. When to rest. And when to work. Whatever the season. Whatever the moment. We carry his presence into every situation. As a result of Jesus' presence, he brought a change of perspective, purpose, and eternal destiny. Once Peter left everything and followed Jesus, he began the incredible journey of living in the eternal hope of his glory, carrying his presence into every situation. As a disciple of Jesus, we bring the reality of the spiritual realm from heaven here on earth to reach a lost and dying world. Wherever we go, we carry his presence. And the more that we are led by him, changed by him, transformed by him, enabling him to work through us and in us, Together, the greater the light of Jesus will shine. For Jesus said, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Praise his mighty name. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.